Let's celebrate the greatest gift that ever come to this earth. Angels, we have heard on high. Here we go. Angels, we have heard on high. Sweetly singing o'er the plains and the mountains in reply. Echoing their joyous strains. Come on. the new 
How many are glad to celebrate? Turn to somebody and say, He is here. And then do like they did and give everybody a high five. <laughs> Let's continue singing together. Adore him. Come, let us adore. 
somebody that last time say hi to somebody now give them a handshake a high five or hug ask them if they're doing prime rib beef tenderloin and discuss which is better <laughs> merry christmas novation church feliz navidad merry christmas in french anyone how do you say that <laughs> you know <laughs> that five-year-old knows it that's awesome you're my guy tell me later <laughs> Well, hey, we want to welcome everybody to Novation Church. My name is Brian. I'm uh, part of the leadership, the board president, and also on the pastoral team. And we're really excited that you chose to come celebrate Christmas with us here at Novation. We're just a local expression of the church that exists all over the world. And, you know, when I think about doing life without church, without this family, it would be crazy to think that we'd have to do life alone. Um, in, the, in the Bible, it talks about the church exists to do the one another's. So to, to pray for one another, help one, each, one another, celebrate with one another, and just to do life together. So if you've been looking for a church home, we'd love to have you. We're a non-denominational Christian church. We're all about the Bible. And we also believe that this is a place where you can belong even before you believe. But we're going to point you to Jesus and hope that you celebrate him the same way we do. So if you are a guest and, and you just have questions about God, about church, this church, whatever it may be, or if you just want prayers maybe this time of year, We'd love for you to grab a connection card. It's right in front of you in the seat back, or if you're in the back section, you can get one on the right or left of you on the poles. And we'd love for you to just just share with us where you're at and how we can help you do life and either drop it in the um, uh, the little box when you leave on the right side in the, in the info table or just stop there. We'd love to say hi to you. So um, we encourage you to do that. Um, we are going to do some a couple cool things before we fully get started. But before we do anything, I would love to just pray and bless this night. Would you pray with me? Lord, what a special, special time of year to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And there are so many fun things that happen like gifts and lights and parties and all that, but nothing is more important than celebrating the gift of Jesus. And through him comes the salvation uh, and the hope for not only this life, but the life to come. And so we, we, we pray tonight that if anybody is just struggling and, and hurting and emotionally burdened, Lord, make their burdens light. God, show them and reveal yourself to them and what an awesome, loving Father and Creator you are. So we just want to just worship together. We want to have fun and celebrate the good things in life. But it all points to you, Jesus. We love you and we thank you. Amen. All right, so how many know that kids are pretty awesome? Do you guys? Yeah, they are. You guys, kids are clapping for themselves. They get it. They know. Um, and how many know they say funny things sometimes? Yeah? So I've invited some friends to come up here tonight. Hi, friends. How are you? Give them a round of applause. Hi, sweetie. All right. Now, you guys got to come so everybody can see you in the light. So these are my good friends. And, man, they either really know how to dress or they have really cool parents, one of the two. But I, I think you guys get the credit. So I'm going to ask them some questions. And do you guys have any idea what questions I'm going to ask you? Do you know? Uh-oh, this is going to be scary a little bit. But let's have some fun. All right, so the first thing I want you to do, I'm going to start with you. Is that okay? So I want you to say your name to everybody. What's your, what's your name? 
Colby. Colby, what's your last name? White. That way, if she says something bad, you know what parent to go to, okay? So, White, remember that. So, okay, Colby, I have a question for you. Um, do, do you know where Jesus was born? Bethlehem. Ooh, that was, she just knew that one. That's awesome. And do you think he was born in a hospital? No. Where do you think he was born? In a stable. In a stable? That's two for two. Awesome. And do you know, was there, do you think there was some animals in there with Jesus? Yes. And what kind of animals do you think were in the, the manger, the stable? Cow. Okay. Anything else? Goat. Okay. Uh, horse. Cows, goats, and horse. That's probably true, huh? Do you think there were any reindeer in the manger? No. You don't think so? Okay, fair enough. Do you think Rudolph was in the manger? No. Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, now say your name. Riley. Riley's adorable. And is that your sister? Yes. Was she, is she good to you? Does she treat you really nicely? Yes. Okay, now, <laughs> good. We're like five for five tonight. This is going really well. This is great. So I have a really, I have a question for you, Okay. Do you think Rudolph's nose was LED or halogen light? LED. LED! Yeah! Awesome. Okay. Oh, I have one more question for you. What do you think a reindeer eats? Mm, grass. Grass? So you think he's a vegan? You think he's gluten-free too? Reindeers are gluten-free? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. That's good. All right. All right. Do you have what? I know what reindeers eat. What do they eat? Candy cane. Candy canes, that would make perfect sense, yes. Okay, let me sneak right in here. I'm going to get down here. Okay, oh, let me spin in here. Okay, okay. Um, what is your name? Timothy Dennis. Timothy Dennis. So you're a dentist, so if you guys, so now you know what parent to go to. All right, Timothy, what did you ask for for Christmas? A yo-yo. A yo-yo? Any particular kind of yo-yo? No. Okay, awesome. Well, that's good. Just a regular old yo-yo will do, right? Okay. If Jesus was here today, what do you think he would ask for for his birthday? A yo-yo? No. What do you think you would ask? What do you think you would ask for? Anything? Xbox? No. Basketball? No. Anything come to mind? No. Okay. Well, that's cool. Well, thanks. That's good. Come over here. Slide over here. You're awesome, by the way. All right. What do you think Jesus would ask for for his birthday? For us to stop sinning. Us to stop sinning. Yes, winner. That's very good. That's very. Um, <laughs> what is? Your, <laughs> you're not talking about yourself, are you? Just everybody else? Okay. What's your, okay, what's your name? Liam Kavanaugh. Liam Kavanaugh. Okay, I need, actually, I'm going to do a little switcheroo. I need you to switch places with this young lady right here. What is your name? Lily Kavanaugh. Okay, Lily Kavanaugh. So I have, let me ask you first. Were you naughty or nice this year, Liam? Uh. Okay, I'm going to go to the boss. Um, I have a really important question. Was your brother Liam naughty or nice this year? Naughty. Oh, she didn't even hesitate. Do you want to say why you think that? Because he always does that. He always does that. Well, the good news is, does Jesus forgive us for our sins, Liam? Yes. Yes, all right, we're good. All right, well, that's all I wanted from you guys. Give them a great round of applause. That was fun. Give me a high five. You guys are dismissed. Oh, we're getting headbutts. This is great. Hi, sweetie. You just want to stay up here with me for a while? Okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we're going to have a little bit more fun with the kids. We're going to have some kids come up and sing a song, but before we do that, check out this video.
came to see Mary. She was doing laundry, and then the angel just appeared, and she was really scared. So Gabriel was like, Mary, you're going to have, what? I can't, I can't say good. Mary, you're going to have a baby. I, you're going to have a baby, and you will call him Jesus. And then Mary was like, I'm not going to have a baby yet. I'm only a teenager. I'm not married. Then the angel Gabriel told Joseph that Mary is not lying. She, you are having a new baby. And so they met up. They went to Bethlehem, which was Joseph's old town. They ride a donkey. <laughs> I don't know. A camel. Oh, yeah, a camel. She said, this donkey's fast. Well, they tried to go to a hotel and they asked the keeper um, for a place to stay. The keeper said, we have no rooms, literally no rooms. <laughs> so Mary and Joseph walked away sadly, but then he said, the only place in here in Bethlehem that, that you can stay, stay is a staple. And then he just pointed the way and they followed. When the shepherds were taking care of the sheep, then they saw angels. The angel said, a new baby is getting born who is king of the Jews. The angel was singing. Glorious. And then the shepherds said, I think we should go there and meet him. The second, I think, said, yeah, I agree with you. And the other said, yeah, me too. They had to walk through a bunch of grass and bushes, maybe have to camp out a night. And then the wise men heard about it. And then a star appeared. Well, we should probably follow that star. It's pointing down to the barn. So maybe we should follow it. Maybe. So the wise men went to Jesus. They gave them gifts. A stuffed animal, like a hippo one, to have at home. Some diapers, and some wipes, and some milk, some shoes, some Jordans. Gold, ring, and Latimer. And I don't know how I would survive in that barn. Too stinky, too crowded, and ugh. I think he probably pooped because the room was very smelly. Thank you for coming. He's adorable. He's gonna be our best friend. I love you, and you're the best baby I ever seen. There, I said it. <laughs> the new baby is gonna change the world. Oh, that's awesome. You can watch that over and over. How many think that kids on Christmas makes it that extra funner, more extra fun, huh? We're going to sing a song together. These guys have worked hard to sing a Christmas carol for you guys. And we're going to do it all together. And we're just going to shout and proclaim that Jesus is born. And we can't do this without a little bit of extra rhythm participation from you guys. You guys can sit where you are, but we need some extra clapping going on. Can we do that? All right. You guys ready to do this? Yeah? All right. Here we go. Go tell it, go, go tell it, go tell it, go, go tell it, 
Go tell it, go, go tell it, go tell it, go, go. While shepherds kept their watching, or silent flocks by night, behold, throughout the heavens there shone a holy light. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Go tell it, go, go tell it. Go tell it, go, go. The shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angel chorus that hailed our Savior's birth. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the Go tell it, go, go tell it, go tell it, go, go tell it. Down in a lonely manger, the humble Christ was born. And God sent us salvation, that blessed Christmas born. Go tell it on the mountain. Over the hills and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is born Go tell it on the mountain Over the hills and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is born Go tell it, go, go tell it guys did awesome. All right, you guys can go um, and find your parents, and you guys can go ahead and be seated again. We could just end the service on that note. That was the high note. <laughs> Let this song uh, just uh, be something that moves you and just reflect on the message of this next song. your baby boy one day walk on water Mary did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new this 
child that you deliver will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? your baby boy who calmed the storm with his hand did you know that your baby boy is what where angels tried when you kiss your little baby you kiss the face of God Mary did you know Merry Christmas, everybody. I think we have the cutest kids on the planet, right? Yeah, good job. That was awesome. If I haven't had the chance to meet you, you're a guest with us. My name is Scott. I'm the the pastor here and going to give you a a word of encouragement for for this Christmas season. But how many know he is the best baby I've ever seen? That's so, I love that line. I could just listen to that over and over. He's the best baby. And we would agree, right? Um, on your way out tonight after we're done with our service, there's a photo booth. Some of you already um, found that on your way in, but there's an opportunity for you to take a photo with your, you know, your phone and 
have a really cool little Christmas memory for this year. So make sure you, you do that. There's also some cookies and stuff to drink on the way out. So let me pray. Father, we, we uh, this year just say thank you so much for Jesus. We thank you for all that you have done for us. And I pray for anyone in this room that hasn't experienced the new life that you give, that tonight would either be the seed planted in their hearts, or we would water what you've already been doing, or God, even harvest. Lord, for your glory, in Jesus' name, amen. So how many know that there is a lot of bad news in the world, right? I mean, horrific things just happened last week in our community. And you see it in people's lives and the difficulties and the tragedies that people go through. And we're in need of hope. We're in need of peace. And where do we find that? Because back when Jesus was born, they were in need of good news as well. Because Israel being under the tyranny of the Roman Empire, they got bad news every day about being persecuted and the horrid things that they had to to go through on on a daily basis. They needed the message that was brought to them, that there had been born in Bethlehem a Savior, a Savior who would bring new life to Israel. And that same message today that we read is for us. It's for us to apply how the Son of God came into this world. And my hope for you is that you would experience that even tonight and in this Christmas season, hope and peace. The angel told the shepherds, he said, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. Good news that will bring great joy to all people. So as I was meditating on on what to share tonight, I just saw from this verse and from the Christmas story, four very impactful things that the good news of Christmas brings to us. First of all, Christmas is for all people. Christmas is for all people. The good news is for all people. The angel didn't say, I bring you good news for some. He said for all, right? All people. And sometimes we make the mistake, and follow me on this, we make the mistake of thinking that Christmas is just for Christians. But that's not how Jesus saw it. That's not how God saw it. That's not how the early church saw it. That that Jesus is for everybody. Jesus, the good news of who he is and what he's done is is for everybody. I can pull a few uh, New Testament verses that kind of talk about this. In in 2 Peter 3.9, it says, The Lord is not slow in doing what he promised, the way some people understand slowness. But God is being patient with you. He does not want any to be lost, but he wants all people to change their hearts and lives. And then in Titus 2.9, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. And then this little obscure verse in Romans chapter 2, verse 11 says, for God does not show favoritism. Why doesn't God show favoritism? Because everyone is his favorite. He created humanity in the image of God. So everyone is, is his favorite. You can't meet a person that God doesn't love. You can't meet a person that God doesn't love. And so maybe tonight you wrestle with, does God love you or not? Listen, he loved you so much, he sent Jesus 
to come and, and, and rescue us and give us life and to give us hope. So if we forget that Christmas is for everybody, every tribe, every tongue, every nation, that Christmas, the, the good news is for everybody, we're going to miss what Christmas really is about. Second thing is because Christmas is for all people, all people can have great joy. It's for all people, so all of us are invited to have great joy. I think it's super important to remember that joy is not an emotion. Joy is not like happiness, which is an emotion that's dependent upon my circumstances, might be dependent upon people or how I feel. But joy is a conviction. Remember this. Joy is a conviction. It's something you're convinced of, and joy comes from knowing that God loves me, that he loves you. And when you're convinced and have a conviction that God loves you, that means you have joy no matter your circumstances, no matter how you feel, no matter how people might treat you, you can have the ultimate joy because you're convinced that God loves you. We just finished a a teaching series here at Novation, and we kind of took an angle this year that, that the holidays aren't always the most wonderful time of the year for some. Because the holidays have a way of, of kind of amplifying or accentuating pain, grief, loss of a, loss of a loved one, or, or you know, a breakup in a relationship. And it, it has a way of doing that. But when we get to the very heart of Christmas, we get to the very heart of why Jesus came, we can have joy in spite of those circumstances. In Psalm 145, verse 3, it's, the psalmist says, Great is the Lord, he is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. The God who spoke the the universe into being, the God who designed the intricacies of our bodies, the God who who spoke and creation came into being, this great, awesome God wants us to have great joy. He wants you and I to have great joy, not a small amount of joy, but his joy. In Romans 15, 13, the Apostle Paul says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace, because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Third thing is great joy comes from receiving the good news. This is important. Not acknowledging the good news, but receiving it, just the same way that you open a gift, just as I give you a little visual demonstration. When you get a gift, you receive it, and then you open it. That's, that's what we do. And the same goes with the good news. What the story of Christmas is about is receiving. Open it. How do we open the good news? You open it by faith. You open it by believing in your heart, confess with your mouth that, man, I believe Jesus is real, and I believe he loves me, and I believe he died for me. I believe he is coming back again. And you put your faith and hope in him. It says in Romans 4.16, so the promise is received by faith. It is given as a gift. And then the, an, another verse in Romans says, so faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. We need good news. This was illustrated for me um, not too long ago. I watched um, that classic Christmas movie, King Kong. <laughs> and it was the latest in the King Kong series. And um, it's not a Christmas movie, check that. But in that, in that movie, there was a, a little side story about a guy who had been 
um, on this deserted island. He was a pilot during World War II, and his plane went down on this mysterious deserted island. He'd been on there for 20 years until he saw, you know, some people who came and actually rescued him. And he got off the island, and he had told the people that he had a wife and he had a, a newborn son when he left to go to World War II. The movie takes place in the 60s, so it's 20 years later. And he shows up on the doorstep of his wife's his home, and she answers the door, and there's his 20-year-old son in the background. And she sees him and recognizes him, and the look on her face was just priceless, like, wow, this husband that I thought was dead is actually alive, and this young you know, baby that grew up to be a 20-year-old, never had seen his father, got to see his father. And it made me think about the gospel. It made me think about the disciples who had walked with Jesus all, all these, this time, spending time with him, put all their hopes and dreams in the person of Jesus, and they saw him die on a cross. And their hopes and dreams died right there. But then Jesus rises from the grave three days later, and can you imagine the joy? They were just so slow to, to get what Jesus had, had promised in that. And then the good news being based around the work of Jesus that he came and he lived, he died and he rose again. That's why the story in Luke 2 says, today in Bethlehem, a savior has been born. What does that mean? Well, we get a glimpse of this in the gospel of Matthew when the angel was telling Joseph about Jesus. And he tells Joseph, he shall be called Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That The name Jesus in Hebrew means God's salvation. He's going to save us from our sins. When Jesus was born, he was, he was wrapped in the snuggly little cloths as, it, as Mary did. And he was gift-wrapped, so to speak, to the world for us to see. But God also gift-wrapped wrapped Jesus in grave clothes. And this is the part of the two wrappings. When we, in our tradition of wrapping gifts and, and then opening, taking the wrapper off, Jesus eventually outgrew those little baby diapers that he wore, so to speak, the snuggly little cloths. And when the, 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 the beauty of the gospel, the heart of the gospel is that Jesus grew up to be the perfect human. He grew up to be the perfect human. He showed us how to live and how to be fully human. But then he died a brutal death, and they wrapped him in grave clothes. He was wrapped, and three days was in a tomb. Because really, you're thinking, is this not an Easter message? No, Christmas is about what happened at Easter. It's, it did, Jesus didn't stay a baby. And so when Jesus was wrapped on that third day, the gift was open. He was the, the grave clothes fell off of Jesus, and he was resurrected from the dead to new life, to be the first one of us, you know, the first human to die and be raised from the dead and stay alive, and he's never died, will never die again. For us to receive the good news is to put bank our lives on what Jesus, who he is and what he did for us. I was thinking maybe last year, you know, or 10 years ago, how, how many of us have unopened gifts under our tree that we haven't opened yet? Probably not many, maybe a sentimental reason or something like that. But most of the time you get a gift, you're ready to tear into that thing and find out what it is, right? And do you have 
that gift of Jesus still unopened in your life? This is important. Have you opened it? Not just acknowledged it, because we acknowledge Christmas by, you know, opening presents, buying presents, having parties, all of that. That's an acknowledgement of Christmas, but a participation in it is receiving that good news into your life and building your life on it. It's Jesus' birthday, right? We've been saying that all night. And what he wants from us is our lives. He wants us to give back the keys of our lives to him and let him drive and believe and trust that he is the Savior and that he has a perfect plan for each one of us and that he gives us purpose. I'm a, I'm a follower of Jesus. I wasn't raised in church. We were CEO Christians. We went Christmas, Easter only, right? That joke still works, so I'm going to keep telling it. Till I... But I didn't enter into a, a real relationship with Jesus until just past my college years. And Jesus answers the big questions of life. That's why I follow him. I don't get every part of the, the, the Bible and all this and all these other questions, but Jesus answers the question of why do I exist? Well, he created us for his purposes. What happens when you die? What's gone wrong with this world? Jesus answers those big questions, and we build our life on him. The fourth thing I would tell you is this. Good news needs to be told. Just as they were singing, go tell it on the mountain, man. That's the truth. We need to be telling the good news. Um, in Luke two seventeen, it says, after the shepherds saw Jesus and heard from the angel, they went and told everyone what had happened. Romans ten fourteen says, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? God designed it that way, that we pass this good news along to one another. And this is happening right now tonight. We're singing about the good news. We're telling of the good news. We're reinforcing the good news about Jesus. And Jesus said in Mark 16, he told his disciples, he said, go everywhere into the world and tell the good news. Joy is multiplied when you share it. If, you, if something in your life brings you joy and then you share it, your joy gets multiplied. If you're proud of your kids and your kids bring you joy, and it's like, look at my kids, they're so cute, you know, or whatever. It, it just, that joy is, is multiplied when we get that, share it with other people. So that's what God's calling us to do. Before we go back into a, a couple of carols, I wanna, I wanna pray. And um, would you stand, actually, if you can, with me? Get that blood flowing again. This Christmas season would be a great time if you've never placed your hope in Jesus, you've never put your trust in him and what he did for you. And I wrote a simple prayer that we can all pray together to experience that fresh start, that new beginnings that Jesus came to give us. He came on a rescue mission. That's what he came on. He came on a rescue mission to defeat death, and sin, and the devil, and to give us life. And when we put our hope in him, that life is imparted to us, and we can be assured that we have eternal life. What a great promise that is. So let's pray this prayer together. Lord, thank you for coming into this world. Thank you for your rescue mission that included me. I believe you are the savior of the world. I believe you are my savior. Today, I receive your gift of love, 
forgiveness, and hope. Today, I'm committing the rest of my life to you, to follow you and live my life for you and for others. In your name, amen. There's some candles. We wish that we could light real candles in this room, but we would all get soaking wet with the fire. <laughs> um, but we have these that have a little switch on the bottom. And so if you would just take those buckets and pass them throughout the room and turn it on and let's light this place up. of God loves pure life.
Let's go out from here just singing and celebrating this holy night together and enjoying each other, enjoying our families for this Christmas time. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appears and the soul felt its worth. The thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morning fall on your knees no he
Goodbye. Lift your candles up in the air and then take a look around. Oh, the lights are. <laughs> the same light that Christ brought to this earth. May we all be lights in our own perspective worlds. Wow. Pray that you guys have an amazing Christmas together. Don't forget, on your way out, a couple things real fast. Um, we have the photo booth. Please take advantage of that and go take a picture with your family and everything. And also, at the very back, um, Joel is back there with what looks like a dunce cap. Um, it might be for him, but it's actually supposed to be a megaphone. And the megaphone was something that is kind of indicative of what we did with the kids, to go and tell it on the mountain, to go proclaim that Jesus Christ is here and he is alive. So kids, make sure to grab a megaphone on your way out, all right, to take it with you and, and uh, scream really loud at your parents that Jesus is born. Make sure to do it really extra close, too. <laughs> God bless you guys. Have a great Christmas. Have, enjoy a great time with your families, and we'll see you here on Sunday.